CNN has published the contents of the letter that President Obama left for President Trump on Inauguration Day, a tradition that began with President Reagan leaving a note for George H.W. Bush, Bush 41. Of course, nothing tops the letter President Clinton left for George W. Bush, which, out of habit, started, Dear Penthouse Forum, I always enjoy your column, but I never thought it would happen to me. Trump Report starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. It's a good thing there's no children present where a comment like that might be misconstrued and being inappropriate. Welcome to the Trump Report here from the glorious San Fernando Valley, North Hollywood to be specific. And uh, last week we didn't want to play any songs that reference the hurricane, but... Uh, because of the fact that uh, everything was on fire the last few days. It was 106 degrees, the mountains were on fire, there was smoke. So, Heaven's on Fire, uh, a selection from uh, the band Kiss. And uh, anytime I have an excuse to play a song like this, I will use it. And uh, our friend from uh, After Buzz, Marissa Serafini, she actually created an amazing thumbnail that takes an image of the video for this. So it's a picture of Gene Simmons of Kiss before, uh, you know, when they didn't have the makeup on. And what she has done is she has put President Trump's face into it. And it's amazing. And we always have great thumbnails. Usually our friend Stephen Lemieux makes them, but he's off in Greece for a couple weeks. So Marissa subbed in and did it masterfully. And I wanted to give her credit because I was Mm -hmm. so excited when I saw that. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to the Trump Report. And for those of you listening on iTunes, you didn't get to see it, but... You will see it online. Just go ahead and look for it. You can find us at Trump Report ABTV, and I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. We have a full house tonight. Joined to my left, for those of you watching on YouTube, your right, Drexel Hurd of the Political Beat, which had its, I was going to say Trump return, but it's really the launch. It really. is the launch. Because it, it formerly was known as something else, which we won't even confuse people with what it used to be called. <laughs> it's called the Political Beat Now. And uh, it started uh, just uh, about an hour and 20 minutes ago. Yep. And uh, successful launch? Really great. We had the chairman of the California Democratic Party on, and we talked about DACA and with an immigration attorney. So it's kind of like the Trump Report if it wasn't so stupid, is what your show is. <laughs> and obviously, of course, the show's not stupid because your co-host on that show is one of our wonderful co-hosts, Chelsea Galicia, at Chelsea Galicia. Wow, thanks for that. That was a great segue to make me sound like something well, special. I, I appreciate I, that. I don't want to lose you to that show, so we have to keep you around. Uh, and the other Flattery end of the desk, will yes. do that very well. Scott Moore, at Man 80 and our friend... I was going to say, but you don't need to flatter me, because I just show up anyway. <laughs> yeah, even when we're so, not doing the show, no, Scott's just hanging around like, yeah. hey, does, that, does anybody want yeah. to talk about politics? Yeah. Hey, I, I could draw another map and color And on the couch, our friend Brooks Elise at Brooks Elise TV. I feel like I'm on the special VIP couch. You are. I get this special little space all to myself. It's a much better view than seeing um, our former Mm -hmm. family. Oh, well. Our friend uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Helmkamp, who was a part of Trump versus Hillary, and uh, was who ran away. Neither a fan of Trump nor Hillary, but uh, he was questionable. Well, he was a little bit more of a fan of one of them, but. 
allegedly he'll be back to visit with us at some point, but uh, he he's not been interested in being a part of the Trump report, but uh, he's a good guy. He has a cute dog named Buddy. That's all that really matters about him. Now we've well, elevated we, the couch of descent. we have a full house, I'll <laughs> yeah. take the couch yes. because yeah. it's just so comfy. You know, it, it, I like it, to have it, my space. Right, exactly. You need your space I because, need my space. Uh, you know, obviously we, this desk cannot hold five Trump report Not panels. all of that no. fabulousness. No, exactly. Much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for realizing that's what it is. Uh, anyway, so as we alluded to, yes, uh, the San Fernando Valley's on fire. And last week, as we talked about, there uh, was uh, the big hurricane, Hurricane Harvey. And now Hurricane Irma is barreling towards Florida. So, and we've got Harvey, Irma, and then here in Los Angeles, we had the Latuna fire. It sounds kind of like a, a vaudeville act of death and destruction heading our way. So I'm wondering... Panel, how soon until we get the swarm of locusts? I mean, it's inevitable, right? I mean, we've we've already had a few signs in the last, I don't know, nine, ten months. I don't want to name anything in particular. But we've had a lot of the signs of the, uh, the apocalypse. And, hey, we've had a good run. Or, you know, we had an nice adequate run. Again. We've had an adequate run. Yeah. But, uh, and, uh, and, you know, it'll be all right, I hope. <laughs> um, but, you know what? What I will say about President Trump, because I try to be positive... There were people who were very upset during the storm, and it, seeing the president seemed to make them a little bit happier. So regardless of who the president is, at least he did that. Because when he was first there, he was uh, keeping a distance, and I, I know that that's part of like, hey, stay away from where the flooding's really bad. But it was nice to see him actually, you know, get down there amongst the sweaty masses that he loathes and has such contempt for. But he was there. I don't know that he hugged. But he shook a hand or two, and, and that's really all you can ask for. Uh, I think he held a baby. I think he did hold a baby. And he loaded it was a, good, a, good photo a truck, yeah. like two boxes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nice. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's definitely like fake lifted. Somebody mm-hmm. helped him, and, you know. The, the box is like sideways. He couldn't even when he, Yeah, and <laughs> sadly, when that's he fun. found out that uh, the baby was undocumented, he had it shipped back. So, oh, so, unfortunately. Look, I'm, hey, just, nice. just stating the facts. You know, I'm just, just commenting law on that. Law and order, my friend. Exactly. Somebody has to. Oh, boy, if we had the law and order uh, sound effect, the, that would have been perfect. Oh. But that's all right. That's kind of that's hacky. You know it's going to come at some point later. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, anyway, uh, by the way, our friend Storage Yard resident in the chat was very excited that uh, we he said just the metal to go with this show. So thank you, Storage Yard resident. I want someone to appreciate the music that gets played on the show. While we're talking about people who have uh, contempt for the sweaty masses, let's talk about North Korea. <laughs> so North Korea claims it is now part of the thermonuclear club after successfully testing just a couple days ago on Sunday. They tested a miniaturized hydrogen bomb capable of fitting on an intercontinental ballistic missile. Nothing for kids to be scared about. No problem. Nothing to be worried about there. So they're part of the thermonuclear club. Welcome to the club, North Korea. Oh, sorry, what's that? What's that? Um, Kim Jong-un? Oh, you can't afford to pay the dues because you're North Korea. Well, you can sort of be a, you know, ancillary member. I kind of wonder about North Korea joining the thermonuclear club. I mean, they can test these bombs, but... Do they have lights on where they can actually watch the test? I just, I, I, I continue to not be scared of of North Korea. And 
Uh, you know, I when we were talking before the show, I accidentally said we were talking about North Dakota. I'm more scared of North Dakota than I am of North Korea. Uh, we'll I'm start. glad that. Yeah. Thank you for making me feel better because the, this was because you're scared of North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, she's like, thank I was trying to keep that under wraps. <laughs> yeah, well, I was sorry. a little bit more willing to talk about my fear of North Korea. Yeah, but if you are not taking it seriously, then I'm going to breathe easier. Yeah, wow. I mean, I don't take anything seriously. So that, oh, you know, that's, that's not, not really helpful. a good barometer. But let's talk to, uh, you know, a, a serious, distinguished member of our panel, Scott Moore at S-Man 80. Uh, North Korea, should we be? Should we be scared, nervous, uh, a little twitchy, or uh, do you sleep easy? I, I don't sleep easy, but that's because Trump is in office. Oh. Because of jung <laughs> How many, how, many, how many days do you think he has left? I always like to check in and see what you know. Oh, how, how many days are left on the calendar for, on the, for Trump? For Trump, yeah. Less than 100? Uh, no, I think we could, we could get through the year. We'll see, though. Okay, yeah. so we'll see. So, uh, Brooke, you don't <laughs> think he'll be... You guys, you guys see my whole theory unfolding, do you not? The last time I was here, did I talk about those you're, banks? You're, Yes, uh, the you ties with the banks, yes. the EB, Kushner, all but that. It's just slowly as, unfolding. Yeah, as we pointed just, out, and, the and Scott, as you pointed out, these things take a long time. Even yeah. Watergate was it was a very slow rollout. That's true. A year yeah. or so long, two, three. I think it was like almost two years, right? Mm-hmm. I, you know, if I had to guess, well, from the break until the actual, the actual uh, yeah. resignation, it was the way is probably going to tell us the, down to the <laughs> hour, June eighteenth, and nineteen seventy two, August 9th, nineteen seventy four. By the way, in, in <laughs> honor of Watergate, we'll have eighteen minutes taken out of. The middle of this episode yeah. of Trump. <laughs> so uh, look for that in our apologies. Uh, Scott, but seriously, uh, North Korea, worried? No. Okay. Again, I'm more worried about what Trump's going to do. And, and well, that's always what he's going to do when he hears that North Korea might do something. I'm right. not even t- worried about North Korea sh- you're actually attacking. I'm worried about, he's like, well, they're going to do right. what? All right, that's fine. Right. You know, let me just uh, send a couple of warships over there and, uh, you know, I don't know. What do we got? We got smart yeah, bombs. What kind of toys do we have to play with? That, I mean, that's a category five right there. Is, is Donald Trump <laughs> every single day in that White House? Uh, Drexel, yes, sir. You worried about North Korea? I, I am not. I'm probably in the same boat as uh, Scott, which is I'm more. Part of me is worried about Donald Trump, but part of me recognizes that uh, General Kelly's right there. General Mattis is right there. Um, I don't think Nikki Haley will allow, from a United Nations standpoint, uh, that because she wants a political future. And if she is tied to something that she does not um, necessarily fully believe in, in terms of this, in terms of the way Donald Trump would knee jerk have a knee jerk reaction to. Um, North Korea, then I think we're in we're in a good safe spot right now. Um, but I also think that Congress would tighten the reins on Donald Trump if he attempted to do something. And we've seen that Congress tighten, you know, kind of pull back Donald Trump's uh, powers just a little bit um, over the past few months. So not afraid, not afraid. And and mm-hmm. Chelsea, you're on record as not being particularly concerned about uh, um, Kim Jong Un. Well, now that you're well, not anymore, she's yeah. not. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I have been reading some articles about what to do in the event of a nuclear bomb. I'll just say yeah, that. Are you moving to Guam sometime soon? <laughs> Duck and cover. Isn't that the place not yeah, to that's go? Yeah, the place that no, they I was were gonna say, going to say. So, like, what are you worried about? Oh. You know, I mean, we're fine. You know, I mean, I, I don't think that they, I don't think that they could actually successfully hit South Korea. It's easy for me to say because I don't live there. But, <laughs> you know, I, much less, this is, we're really far away from them. You know, Plus, I'm, we're in the valley, so yeah, you exactly. Know. They, you know, the bomb, the bomb's going to get burnt up by the fire. So <laughs> I'm really just not. Yeah, exactly. okay. yeah. And I think you make a make a good point. We have I not. We've, we, yeah, you make a good point on, on South Korea. 
we have never we have not seen North Korea attack South Korea in a long time, and probably in since we've been alive. And and they certainly do a lot of threatening. The idea that North Korea would attack the United States before they attack South Korea, right. that does not seem you logical. Guys. Kim Jong Un could be listening, and he's gonna take. Well, he's I definitely he listening. Challenge. He's definitely. By the listening. way, uh, I, there's no a offense. black guy on this program. He's definitely listening. <laughs> no, no offense to Brooke, but if Kim right. Jong Un wants to sit on that couch, uh, you know, we'll, 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 I don't know if there's room for the both we'll, of us. No, okay? we'll put you on a folding chair over there. He's gonna need his own couch. He's yes. gonna need the full uh, wide he, space. He, he, he belongs an invite. on the couch yes. of dissent. By the way, starting with this episode of the Trump Report, I have begun tagging President Trump in every tweet to nice. the episode. So. Uh, he's also welcome because he to thinks join it's us. about him. Yeah, you, yeah if so you change about him, the, the, the the profile picture to like Fox News, maybe he'll be more maybe he'll likely th- yeah. to he'll Should click we, on he'll it listen, he'll and he'll listen we, to it. We might have to change the name of the show to Trump and Friends, and he's like, "Oh, that sounds like Fox and Friends." <laughs> Trump and Friends. <laughs> Trump I would friends. die. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see. You <laughs> that's that's it. Trump I think change it to Frump and Friends. Frump and Friends. No, I think more of the concern is for Trump than it is even. It's sad. When you're like, I'm more concerned about Trump than Kim Jong Un. That's really sad. I think that his ego and his impulsive impulsivity. I mean, he could do anything at any point just because he's like kind of worried that that North Korea might make him look like a wuss. Yeah. Which you know, I mean, at this point they are because he hasn't flattened them and and dropped a nuke on them. So really, President Trump. Yeah, when are you I could do see something? him. Oh doing come on! When are you going to oh, be a man? Well, right. Oh jeez. I'm trying to get him on the show next week. <laughs> I was like, oh, and he's crazy. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, well, that too. Kim Jong Un is crazy. <laughs> no, yes, yes. No, Trump. I, I, I do not endorse that statement, <laughs> Mr. Trump. You're but didn't Nick, on the show. Nikki Haley say something recently that was I, a little bit alarming? Like, enough is enough. Did she said something about North Korea the that, that, the that they're the that they're potentially yeah. they're begging yeah for war. they're asking for they're basically yeah. like and asking, asking for diplomacy for yeah I mean when you think about Nikki Haley she's somebody who clearly uh, she's fairly young she wants to be a career That's politician right. yeah, and you know putting yourself on Trump's coattails is not necessarily the best way to get to be right. a career politician mm-hmm. so you have to you have to walk back on a few things and uh, yeah she's. She's somebody that's been on my radar for a while because as a, as a favor to someone, we uh, had her on Dennis Miller's radio show when I worked on it. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, fast forward to now, I'm like, oh, yeah, that favor I did for somebody. So What was she doing back then? She was running for uh, whatever. I mean, she, she so she ran for governor, but I think this was before that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, we were on in, in she North Carolina or South, South. Carolina. Okay. See, yeah. that's why I almost said North Carolina. I'm like, wait, that's North wrong. North Carolina mm-hmm. is a lot of things lot, lot of things wrong. One thing they didn't get wrong was never voted for Nikki Haley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never having Nikki Haley as a, so, as a politician. So, okay, so let's let's uh, summarize. Uh, not so scared of North Korea, a little bit scared of North Dakota, a little yeah. bit weirded out by South Carolina. Yeah. Is, is Always. Oh, okay. Correct there. You're All right. right. Except yeah. for Charleston. I did want to point out something uh, because we talked about um, just in terms of Trump's psyche. Because you have this idea that Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin, Donald Trump looks at Vladimir Putin like we know as somebody that he likes to look up to um, in terms of leadership style. Vladimir Putin, for all of his bombastic style, has not person like as a leader gone after a nation that he can that he did not think that he could overpower going into the ukraine going to crimea is a place that he could overpower the idea that donald trump would go after a, a nation like north korea 
that he did not feel confident that he could take wipe out. Now we saw that the, there was a there was a statement from General Mattis uh, today where he said if we wanted to wipe North Korea out, we could. Like that was a, I was actually shocked he made that statement out loud. But we know that from a diplomatic option that Nikki Haley's pushing, from a diplomatic option that Rex Tillerson's not doing anything, Nikki no. Haley might as well be no, saying like, We have like, not seen, we have not, I've not okay? heard a word I, from Rex Tillerson. Rick's okay? I'm fairly sure Rick Tillerson is still on spring break, uh, unless mm-hmm. I'm mistaken, which yeah, is interesting because it's the fall. He's, on, he's vacation. on spring break. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. on vacation. But, so so if if we look at the pattern of Vladimir Putin, we can, we can make an assessment of what we think Donald Trump will do. He cannot, Donald Trump in his entire life has not has gone after the little person and that has overpowered the little person and has not been not with it with the exception of this past election um, has not been able to take on a juggernaut um, himself now he might look at this past election and say well I took down the Clintons I might be able to overpower like overpower North Korea maybe in his head he might but I just don't think from a leadership standpoint as a head of state that he is going to be doing anything like that we know we should worry when Trump calls for Dennis Rodman to be an advisor did he really actually? Uh, no, no, oh, okay. no, but it's it's coming. It's, it's because because Kim because Trump, he has that relationship, yeah. right? Apparently. Uh, sorry, uh, I was distracted can I by ask something. This in really the, quickly, in the though, chat. Yes. was Rex the one uh, a while back, like maybe a week ago, who said Donald Trump does not speak for us? Yes. Okay. That was Rex. So Tillerson? at least yeah. he did that. He that put his foot down. He went at back that to one, vacation. One point, and then went back to vacation. <laughs> I was very back proud back of that. Basically, he took a piece of paper, he wrote that comment, and he rolled it up, and he put it in a glass bottle, <laughs> threw it in the ocean, and eventually it washed up yeah. in front of CNN's uh, broadcast headquarters. Anyway, uh, we should move on to uh, DACA. Uh, President Trump decided to end the uh, Obama era program that grants work permits to undocumented immigrants who arrived in the country as children. This is known as the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, and that's where DACA comes from. I pretended uh, for a couple days to know that, to actually act like I knew what it stood for. I did not. But I knew what it was. I was just like... Thank you for your confession. Look, I just, Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't want to make people think that I knew what it was. Did you know what all those letters stood for? Well, Chelsea probably did. I will say that I was a little confused, like DACA, Dreamer. Yeah. uh, Well, because I thought the D stood for Dreamer, and then that threw me off. Yeah. But I, I then figured out that Dreamer was left over from the Dream Act, which did not pass, and that's the name of the DACA. Right. Sort of and sorry, I just realized now. that the song for this episode should have been Dreamer by Supertramp, and I just wasn't yeah. thinking or about Dream it. Or Dream On. So. Right. Uh, Ooh, by Aerosmith, sure. Yeah. yeah. Dream Weaver? No, that's Dream not the same thing. <laughs> um, anyway, so. Uh, I was going to so, say Dream Lover, but I was no, going to say Dream Girl from Dave Matthews. We can go on and yeah, on and on. Or just the How entire musical Dream Girls. Dream Girls. Yes. Great. So, President Trump has been given very strong warnings from members of his own party. Hey, don't scrap this DACA program. So he's like, okay, well, you know, uh, six months, we'll give it. So it's like, you convince me for six months or also I'll forget. Or uh, according to Scott Moore, he won't be president he'll anymore. Be president so it'll be Pence's problem or yeah. possibly Paul Ryan's problem. As or Orrin Hatch's Foster. problem. Actually, wow, Orrin Hatch would be next. <laughs> this is the first time I would want Paul Ryan or Orrin Hatch to be <laughs> dealing as the leader of this issue because oh, both poor of Pence, them. Poor Pence, he's just getting leapfrogged. You're yeah. not even giving him a chance. No, not he at likes all. that. But because both <laughs> Orrin Hatch and... Was that, was that dirty? Did you just <laughs> say something <laughs> dirty about Mike Isaac's, you no. can take it as you want. Because here's the thing. 
Mike Pence believes, Mike Pence believes <laughs> exactly. that if a, a man wants to be leapfrogged by another man, you can then go to one of those centers where they can leapfrog the leapfrog right, right, out, right of out of you. Of you. Yeah. As long as mother says it's okay. Yes. 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 As long as this mother approved. Uh, anyway, I think we've uh, gotten slightly off track, right. which which is, uh, if you like that, that that's what you're going to get more of. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so uh, you feel like Paul Ryan or Warren Hatch would uh, be more responsible. Well, because they're the ones telling Trump, don't scratch this program yeah so yeah. i'm like all right you guys can be leaders no i mean you have to let it. him you have to let him change everything so that it, mm-hmm. he can like trumpify it and be like oh i take credit for it you know it's like it's not obamacare it's trump care it's not daca it's taka and the t stand <laughs> i don't know Stan- oh, that i was gonna say that sounds <laughs> that sounds too much like taco and i don't think he wants we any do. ethnic food you know? and i'm sad we still get those taco trucks <laughs> on every corner on every corner i know mm. that would be delicious could have, would have, should have. <laughs> yeah, we talked a little bit about about that on the political beat, just about um, the Republican response to that. I think, from a political standpoint, um, it does give Republican leaders who are looking for um, a to look looking further at their career uh, to say, "I saved." 800,000 dreamers in this country. I kept my word to uh, uh, the Hispanic community in this state. Vote for me, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's a way that a lot of these Republicans can play it, but I don't want people to be fooled by that because if they do go down that route, they're going to try to pin it back on Democrats and say Democrats had a chance to save the dreamers when they were when they were in office. And we know for a fact the Republicans, um, and I said this on the last show, which is if Republicans were really committed to this issue or they're really focused on this issue, they, the Congress would call an emergency session right now they'd save these people and we wouldn't go into september because the debt ceiling has to be raised by the end of this um this mm-hmm. this month um dreamers have until october 5th to renew their um their status uh, for the next two years so it's not going to be a priority for republicans because if it were if they cared about black and brown people in the country they would make it an emergency issue right now surprisingly mm-hmm. though they haven't um I thought that they were going to push the aspect of this is good for business. These There's businesses that mm-hmm. like the DACA program. A lot of their good employees are DACA recipients. He's not laughing at what Chelsea's saying. I'm sure he read something. Shareable Texas is good. Shareable Texas, our friend in the booth, who is oh, not Texas. in Texas. He said that uh, Trump's... Go- he's so he's talking me. about Trump. He said he's going to turn it into caca. C-A-C-A. And, and I'm glad that no children can hear that term. That's funny. And to the extent that our friend Anthony in the booth highlighted it and wrote LOL. With an arrow pointing So we wouldn't miss it. No, no. By the way, I did not want to miss it. But actually, I was really listening to what Chelsea was saying. So I didn't know. I've been completely... You've been caca yeah, yeah. No, but I, I agree with that. what you were saying. If Republicans were really smart, they would turn this into an economy issue because that's what they clearly care about the most and saving our entire uh, United States, the billions yes. of dollars that we mm-hmm. would be losing by losing these people in the workforce. And they would come clean about the fact that these DACA recipients and immigrants are not taking jobs from Americans, these people are working jobs in industries that are underemployed because Americans generally do not want these jobs. We're mm-hmm. talking about right. dairy and agriculture and a lot of the, you know, really Farmers, dirty, yes. gross, exhausting work. But they could never say that because their entire immigration platform forever has been about 
immigrants taking American jobs, and and we and, and Barack Obama. I always said Barack Obama missed the boat to tell the American people the real truth, which is that automation. He'd said it too late. Right. Um, as we went into the 2016 campaign, and had Barack Obama been saying it from 2012, maybe, and just kind of planting that in people's ears, we're doing that. But the Republican response and the Republican platform has always been immigration is bad because it's bad for the American worker. Mm-hmm. And because American worker is losing their jobs, and we know that not to be not to be the truth. You know what? Actually, I'm going to reverse course on this. Uh, I love you, dairy farmers, but I am attempting to go vegan. So if dairy as an industry goes down, I think I'm going to be okay with that. Would be so bad. I well, like my dairy. I'm so a big fan of dairy. Big fan of cheese. cheese. And, uh, and I, I, I am just, not interested in almond and, milk. Uh, you can enjoy your almond milk. I will not stand delicious. in your way. It is actually pretty I, good, even though I like my dairy. It, 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 it might be for you. Uh, look, I've, I've got a growing boy at I home. love cheese. He needs his milk. No, it's not. I, I that's, am actually, a that's actually a myth okay. that's, per, that's been hey, perpetuated when there I, was an overproduction of dairy around wartime, and we had all this leftover dairy. So then advertisements went out and said, feed your child mi- milk, but it's actually horrible for it's you. All right, for so you. I'm going to stop giving him milk, and I'm going to start giving him country gravy for breakfast every almond day. Milk. <laughs> no, My daughter no, thinks gravy. that milk comes from Traxel almond milk. Traxel you can appreciate the importance of country gravy. I do morning. love a good country gravy. Right. And I, I love going to Cracker Barrel for so, that yeah, country yeah, gravy. Cracker Barrel. If only we could just end the yes. show right now and head out the door and go to Cracker Sounds Barrel. Good. I yes. don't know what Chelsea could eat there, but... Uh, you know, there are actually biscuits and gravy that are done vegan, and they're delicious. That's not biscuits and gravy. That's not awful. (laughs) That is hell. That's blasphemous. You know what? I I have faith in a lot of things, but uh, the the edibility of vegan biscuits, buttermilk biscuits, and gravy. One more point that I wanted to make about these people, these DACA dreamers, well, not dreamers, those who are on DACA. I don't even know what you call it. Their dreams have been taken away now. Um, well, their dreams will be taken away. Another myth that's yeah. out there is that these people are are also on social security or on welfare, or qualify for all of these other um, social assistance programs, and they don't. They don't qualify for any of that. So they aren't right. the ones who are getting welfare, or food stamps, or or anything. Which is crazy because not only are they not qualified for that, they're paying taxes. They're paying taxes. They're paying taxes. Exactly. That people bit like their, their taxes yes. are going to a program that they yes. cannot, cannot benefit from. Well, mm-hmm. I guess from a business standpoint, what they should do is, you know, go through with this this sort of repeal of DACA. And what you'll do is you'll then sort of have a different piece of legislation where you'll take Trump's base, who we saw in, in Charlestown or not Charleston, but what was the... the Charleston? It was... We're in Charlottesville. 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 Yeah, I know, because you threw me up before. He said, he said that uh, just how nice uh, South Carolina Charleston, is. Charleston, yes. Yeah. Charleston. Charlottesville. <laughs> so you take those people, and you're like, okay, so all those, all those jobs that the DACA people supposedly stole from you, you have to go work in those jobs. Ooh, so you good. can you can put you know the the skinheads and the neo Nazis. They can work in the fields. They can sell fruit under the freeway underpass. And these are great jobs for all of them. Let me tell you who's not going to do that. All the white, white people. people. <laughs> yeah. You know why? And here's the thing. Do that, because right? I can say this. White people don't like to work. Right. Now, I don't know if you can say that, but yeah. I can say right. it. And you know what's interesting? No, we don't. Chris, <laughs> thank you. Kansas, Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobach today said, and I, uh, said that on CNN, or MSNBC, in a really tough t- tussle with somebody, uh, said that dreamers should just go home and then come back legally. Now, I... 
now that's an argument that we hear over and over. Right. Go home, come back. And where's the going home? And then when I, they were, and I said, exactly. where, do, where do you go home to when as you a, lived as your a, entire life? From, from, you know, from the time you were born, mm-hmm. you've gone through high school here, you've gone through college mm-hmm. here. Your home is America. And I think that people have to quite recognize that. And then if they go home again, who's going to do all the work? Right. I mean, Chris has, has nobody else noticed Trump Trump how expensive avocados are? Uh, you know, it's actually a very good point. Uh, am I allowed to give those to my kid, or are you yes. guys going to tell yes, me I should? Yes, absolutely yeah. should. Because uh, he loves avocados. As avocado. millennials, we approve avocados. <laughs> oh, but, you know, it's and very... avocado milk. Yeah. <laughs> avocado toast, especially. <laughs> Is avocado milk a thing? But, you but now Chelsea's thinking, she's thinking like, about it. Avocado she's like, milk. Yeah, all right, well, Chelsea, next week, here, here's, here's just a request. You don't have to do it. If you bring in some avocado milk, we can try it on the <laughs> show. All right. See, it could be real, though. Sherville, Texas is on fire tonight. Sherville, Texas is on fire. The, the, uh, he said these dreams turning into nightmares. I think that is something yes. that Democrats should start to use as a slogan. Yeah, that could be a Rihanna song. Uh, <laughs> uh, our friend Storage <laughs> Resident does have a question or a comment in the chat, and it's a good point. He does say that white people used to do all those jobs, Ooh. like all those jobs I- yeah. in the fields and things. And yeah. then, for the, for then the black people of, came and they had right. slaves. Yeah, and then everyone else came and the immigrants and they don't pay them right. anything. I, right. I think that the point is I don't have the impression that there are lots of white people lining up to go, you know, if you drive from Los Angeles up to Santa Barbara, you will see fields alongside the 101. There are a lot and of people... if you don't see them, you'll smell them. Right. Mm-hmm. But there... What are you saying about the people who work in the fields? No, that's not what you meant. But you do smell the fields. And uh, there's a lot of people out there working in the fields. And, uh, you know, I think if a bunch of white people wanted to show up for work at, like, 5 in the morning is probably when they start, uh, they're not going to turn you away. They're going to be like, great, we need more people out there. Same thing thing at, like, like a Home Depot. Yes, Anthony uh, in the booth. Yes, if I can interject here. Please do. um, There's actually, there is a film slash mockumentary in a sense actually delving into this topic of what would happen if there was no mexicans in the usa and it's called uh, a day with that mexicans Mexicans. yeah what is that on netflix Mm -hmm. i don't know it's been out for a long time i want to watch it i just wonder what what this show would like i would trump do at mar-a-lago that's the question right He's going to work he there. Has a lot of I like R. Scott Brown's comment. Republicans are against abortion and children. How the hell do you, they square that circle? Hmm. I, like the, I like the shapes thing. Square, yeah. Yeah, it's a square circle. circle. Yeah. You're an illegal child. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's a, it, it is a good point. And uh, because our friend Storage Yard Resident, who's been with us for well over a year now, and thank you, Storage Yard Resident, because I think that a lot of things are said in this show that he does not agree with. So I appreciate him yeah. still being with us every week, or yeah. most weeks. Yeah. I was going to take up for white people earlier, Storage Yard Resident. I thought oh, you did. My <laughs> child is a, a swirl baby. So, so. You, you, were, uh, you were enabling... <laughs> The bullying that was going on here. But I was just so hard. You stand in defense of of white people. Anyway, uh, somebody's got to stand up for the white man. Yeah, that's right. They've suffered enough. That's a quote attributed to Brooks Brooks Lee's TV. My question would be, where was that that white person from? So, like, my fiancé is half Puerto Rican, half Irish. So he could be like, oh, I'm from the white side. But I'm like, actually... You're from an immigrant side. Yes. A double immigrant side. That's a, that's a so, double, double immigrant. immigrants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then the question is, you're, are, are you white? What, what is that? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And I think white people got to figure that Europeans, out. Obviously Europeans, because that's where they are. Right. But if you go way back, Africa, potentially. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't don't let them know that. So <laughs> that'll, that'll really confuse them. <laughs> Something tells me we're not going to get to the bottom of the, the DACA issue, but uh, it'll be we interesting six to months. see if President Trump, I feel like many things... He'll walk back from it to some extent. 
Uh, or he'll let Pence handle it. No, he's going to let, you know, Congress now have to deal with it and not be responsible because then he can blame them when they don't pass something in six oh, months. Yeah. I mean, and to say, be fair, look, you didn't that. do anything. It, it probably is Mitch McConnell's fault, yeah. as, as your Twitter feed yes. would attest to. But, as, but don't be confused by the Republican. Like, here's the problem. They're going to try. The, the president wants the Republicans to tie when because mm-hmm. uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders came out the other day and said the president wants a broad immigration bill. What she means is she does not want the, the president does not just want the immigration does not just want the Dream Act and a and a solution to DACA. He wants border funding within right. this immigration mm-hmm. bill. So the priority for the president is not saving these eight hundred thousand immigrants, eight hundred thousand plus immigrants. It is finding he has been trying to find ways over the past few months to fit border wall money mm-hmm. into this. And what's going to happen is is that Republicans, moderate Republicans, Republicans from uh, conservative Republicans who don't want to fund anything, um, they're going to be put in a hard, rock in a hard place because they're not going to be able to pass this. Mm-hmm. They're going to be hit in the 2016 election, uh, 2018 mm-hmm. elections, I'm sorry. And, and they're going to get, the, Donald Trump's going to blame them and then Republicans can't blame Democrats for something that they fail, uh, you can't, you cannot and we should say this more often, you cannot blame Democrats when you oversee Every branch of the exactly. government. You have nobody to blame impossible. but yourself. Nobody to blame. Mm-hmm. If you can't pass it, that's on it's you. you. Mm-hmm. That's not on Democrats. Absolutely. Uh, I, think it's, it's be their I fault. think it's a great point. We do only have a few more minutes. So uh, I want to move on to the fact that uh, something I alluded to earlier. Uh, tomorrow, President Trump will be in North Dakota, as we've been talking a lot about. So uh, North Dakota, most of you know, is the state with likenesses of some of our greatest presidents carved in stone. And that state will play host to the current president, whose head is full of rocks by some accounts. That is not something I'm saying. You are welcome here, Mr. President. We will have you on the show. if You, if you can Skype in. Can't you take to. my seat. Right. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, put, we'll, put, we'll squeeze you in up here. He, he also... Kim maybe we'll Trump, have him, yes. Maybe we'll Trump. have him on the, on the couch with Kim Jong-un. Yes, and, we'll and then they can have like a whole peace uh, Chelsea, accord here. Chelsea's not entertained by this idea. Peace that accord. That'd be amazing. We would actually be responsible for bringing peace to... The Korea. And, and, Korea. and Chelsea would not be happy with it. Anyway, so he's going there because he wants to push for uh, tax reform. And he promises to dramatically lower taxes. Keeping in mind, we have only five minutes left while we talk about this. What? It's all, <laughs> it's, it all happens so fast. It, it does. It, it just all, it all goes by. Uh, so, and he basically, uh, this afternoon, he met with congressional leaders, Republican congressional leaders, <clears> and he promised tax cuts for families and businesses so if he promises tax, cut, tax cuts for families and businesses, that means tax cuts for businesses. Or families or that are wealthy, businesses. Or the incredibly wealthy That's true. families. No, you know what, you're right. I did not <laughs> read the fine print. You're absolutely correct. Uh, so, uh, and he said that this is more than just tax reform. This is tax cutting. Um, this sounds somewhat familiar to me. This sounds like, read my lips, no new taxes. This is promising something that you can't actually promise because mm-hmm. n- no one's inclined to work with you. Uh, but I'll say one thing, and I'll turn it over to the, the rest of the panel. If he is able to lower taxes, uh, a lot of his problems will go away. If he actually somehow manages to lower taxes for people who maybe didn't vote for him last time, they'll be like, well, I do like lower taxes. So uh, I'll start with Brooke on the couch. Do you think President Trump will be able to lower taxes? First of all, I like lower taxes. Thank you. I do too. Mm-hmm. I'll admit it. I'm not, I don't do. want to be, yeah, I'm not going out of <laughs> All right, Stephen Hill Camp. That's like you why cannot you're on be that couch. professional. Like, I am yeah. a small business owner. I I own my own business. So I would be 
somewhat happy if that were to occur. Would you, However, do would I you think be a, that it's a going fan to of President Trump? No, that okay. will not change my <laughs> right. view of this man. I thought it was this a valid moral, question. Yeah. Horrible man. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, though. Just like new health care hasn't happened, just like Yet. nothing has happened. The wall's coming. Mexico the will wall, pay for yeah, it. The that Mexico is paying for it. Yeah, like, somebody was showing, uh, sorry to interrupt, a, a, a tweet outside that had a picture of Hurricane Jose coming, and somebody wrote, oh, we good. Jose will be kept out by the wall. <laughs> that's funny. That's, that's funny. That can do that. So, um, yeah, I have, I have no faith in, in Trump's being, a, being able to do that, but, I mean, if it happens, great, because if they lower taxes and then we have no money for all the other things that we actually need money for, then everything will just turn into a piece, a big mess. And then he'll have more problems on it. Here's mm-hmm. the thing, and though. And he can raise the debt ceiling. And keeping in mind, Chelsea, right. we have three minutes left. If he reduces taxes, it will not impact you. It will impact the big mm-hmm. businesses, multinational Chelsea, corporations. Do you know how much I'm making? No, I'm just, <laughs> just <laughs> She's a multinational corporation. She said, she said a she's a small business owner. What you yeah. don't know is that the business she owns is Pepsi Cola. So yeah, it's exactly. a small <laughs> business. That she owns. Uh, my small no, business. No, you're probably right. My small business is called Shell Oil. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I was going to say uh, Exxon Mobil, the but that's, and that's about I didn't it. want to offend Rex Tillerson, so I didn't say that I own so, Exxon Mobil. So yes, something's Drexel. really interesting. Um, the way that, from a can I see? I have to speak from the political standpoint because Donald Trump was in Missouri last uh, last week, where he laid out where his tax plan, like the start of his tax plan. But now he's going to North Dakota, that has a lower t- state corporate tax rate than Missouri. So he's going to all these states that already have a low corporate tax rate, and so it doesn't make any sense. So why are you talking to the people that already have, that already benefit from the tax rate that you, from a state standpoint, that you, um, that that already benefits from that? From a federal level, obviously they want to rate, they want to lower the federal corporate tax rate, but states are already benefiting from, like, the states are already benefiting benefiting, uh, corporations in those states are already benefiting from that. So it, it's very odd to me that he's going to these states where where that doesn't really make sense. Well, especially in, in, in North Dakota where, you know, for, is a firm Republican state. It has one of the smallest populations in the entire country. Right. Um, and the thing is, again, lowering business tax rates for multinational companies that make record profits is the wrong way to go. You should say if you're going to get a lower business tax rate, you need to take all of your offshore accounts and all of your companies and be based here in the U.S. That's what you would do if you're going to say you're going to be America first. But giving a tax break to all these multinational companies that can be all over the world doesn't help out at all and uh, you know gives us and the rest of, of, of the country uh, less revenue to work with. If anything, the, the tax rates are actually Fairly low for business taxes uh, across the world. You know, you know, work on your middle class you family if you're really going to want to affect people. Like you said, if you want people to feel happy, it's in their pocketbooks. Give those middle class and lower class uh, people um, lower taxes. Otherwise, well, you're not going to be helping anybody. We'll have to leave it right there. And I'm so excited because now I feel like Tim Russert because I, I, I got to actually say that. That's how I got to end the conversation. Uh, so I've got goosebumps there. Uh, thanks to Scott Moore at S-Man 80. Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. Drexel Hurd at Drexel Hurd. And on the couch, Brooks Elise at Brooks Elise TV. We, oh, wait, what about me? At Christian DMZ. <laughs> Don't forget to follow the Trump Report at Trump Report ABTV. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, September 12th at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern, right after the political beat with our friends Drexel Hurd. 
and Chelsea Galicia. And Brooke, you'll be involved in some capacity sometime. Yes. You'll start next week. You're starting yes, next right. week. All right, I just wasn't sure. I, I, <laughs> my notes were uh, not updated. Uh, but that'll be right here on AfterBuzz TV. So before us, you can watch them. And then, you know, we'll just sort of be the, the, you, we'll be the, the chaser. You'll get the serious stuff, the interviews. That's right. And the hard-hitting interviews. The and then we'll be yeah. Like, yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> and then it'll Political be the exact details. opposite. That's a right thing, here. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we will be back next Tuesday. Thanks so much, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 